Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. (laughs) Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. It is a magnificent football Monday. It is You Better You Bet. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. And it is you here on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. If you're watching us on Stadium right now, you, good sir or good lady, you are much appreciated. Two hours of badass wagertainment coming your way as we get you set to bet and win week 15 in the National Football League. Now, you might be saying to yourself, hey, self, what do you mean week 15? Like, we still got two games coming up tonight. Week 14, Monday Night Football doubleheader. Don't you worry. We're going to get to both those games coming up in the final hour of the show. All our bets, side total and props for the Dolphins and the Titans, for the Giants and the Packers. Give you our bets for the rest of the slate coming up tonight in sports, NBA, NHL, and college hoops as well. But on Mondays, uh, we start our handicap of the week to come in the NFL. We're getting ahead of things. We're trying to give you our thoughts now. Talk about all the injury stuff in the market, weather-related stuff, so you can get ahead of it. Give you a good conceptualization of how these games are going to be played. To give you the best chance to win money this week in the National Football League. Some people parachute in on Friday. Hey, here are all my bets after consuming content for a week. Now, we're here on Monday giving you all our thoughts here. Week 15 in the NFL. And we will also be joined next hour by the whale capper Drew Dinsick, NBC Sports betting analyst, giving us all of his thoughts on week 15 in the NFL and bets for Monday night football. So, if you want our initial take and initial handicap on the Raiders-Chargers game coming up on Thursday Night Football with the heralded quarterback matchup of Aiden O'Connell and Easton Stick, uh, search it in podcast form. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcasts, and you will find a full segment on that game. Um, sometimes I'm like, wow, I can't believe we did a segment on that game. I thought it was actually a great segment. A lot to talk about in that game with the Raiders and the Chargers on Thursday night. So now, Ken, let's turn our attention, not to Sunday, but to Saturday. Because we've got three games coming up on Saturday of this week. And the first game will be the Bengals and the Vikings. Both of these teams now at 7-6. and six. Both of these teams with different quarterbacks than they started the year with. And both uh, both feeling like, I think, decent about their, their chances to make the playoffs right now. The Vikings more decent, obviously, than Cincinnati at this point. But the Bengals were left for dead after the Burrow injury. Now two consecutive wins with Jake Browning as the starting quarterback. So the Bengals right now, Kem. Three-and-a-half-point home favorites against Minnesota. Worth noting, this was four-and-a-half at open, so Minnesota's been bet a little bit down to three-and-a-half. Cincinnati, a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Total in the game is 39. Just a couple injury notes here, and then we'll, we'll have a conversation about the game. So Justin Jefferson 
Our, our pal Davis Maddock had a good line about Jefferson. Not like the most original line, but I made me laugh. Grand opening, grand closing for Justin Jefferson. Back back off the injured list after a while and immediately gets knocked out of the game with a nasty-looking hit. Goes to the hospital with a chest injury. He was cleared and did travel back to Minnesota with the team. Kevin O'Connell, Vikings head coach, speaking to the media earlier today on Monday, saying Jefferson is day-to-day. Now, it's a short week, obviously, for Jefferson. He, he doesn't have a contract, obviously, like he wants an extension. So curious how this will manifest itself over the course of the week and on Saturday. So Jefferson status up in the air. And for the Vikings, uh, I think we are assuming right now that Nick Mullins will be the starting quarterback, not Josh Dobbs. Dobbs absolutely brutal yesterday against the Raiders, benched at the end of the game, and Nick Mullins leads them on the uh, the game-winning field goal drive. Greg Joseph banging one home, and Minnesota wins the game 3-0. So it'll be Mullins likely, not officially, but likely in the Vikings, at Jake Browning, 2-0 Jake Browning, Ken, and the Cincinnati Bengals, pen, pencil, blood, or blank, Bengals and Vikings. I did not have a particularly strong opinion on the Thursday night game. Um... I probably if it bet the spread, I'd probably bet the Chargers like you, just like three points with a two bad game team. Like think the Raiders may be more likely to win, but maybe the three's good. Um, this market's really interesting to me in so many ways. I uh, could even just compare it to the market for the Bengals game on Sunday. So Browning had already won the start against the Jaguars going into Sunday's game. Cincinnati drew a ton of interest in the market, got bet out to a three-point favorite in the game. And, uh, and it turns out that that steam was deserved, uh, and they end up throttling Indianapolis in the second half. And it's almost like, okay, like what kind of opponent is Minnesota versus the kind of opponent Indianapolis was, and how do you compare the two of them? And it's kind of an interesting conversation. Like, who, who do you think is better, honestly, of the two? I think we could agree they're both about the same and that they're both pretty average teams uh, in terms of how they're rated, especially if the Vikings don't have Jefferson. Then that you know, actually ends up being more similarity, probably, between the Vikings and the Colts. And now the Bengals are more than a field goal in a game. Uh, and I find that kind of interesting. Uh, a situation... Uh, that they have not yet been in with Browning as their quarterback. Expectation now, field goal is not good enough anymore. Got to win by margin in order to cover the spread. And maybe the Dobbs and the quarterback stuff and yesterday kind of obscures this part about the Vikings. But we know what the Vikings are. We absolutely know what they are. They are the close game team, and they have been since Kevin O'Connell's been the head coach, played in more close games than anybody else, won a ton of them last year, mixed results this year, won a close game yesterday against Aiden O'Connell. The game was still close, scoreless, which you probably read. So, okay, uh, market expects not a close game. Bengals have to win by margin. Vikings are also making a change at quarterback, which can only be the same or better and can't be worse. Like, okay, like, seems like a really good time to buy Minnesota, honestly. And I don't even, I'm not saying they're going to win the game. I kind of think they're going to win the game. But like, I, the, from a betting standpoint, I just think the bet is more than a field goal take Minnesota. This is the close game team. This is the Bengals in a situation where they're being bet out a little bit more than they've been in either of the games that they played with Browning. Uh, and that seems like a good time to play back on that. So if you like Minnesota in the game, kind of like, what what's your strategy for when you'd like to play this? Kind of like what happens if Jefferson's ruled out. I didn't mention because it doesn't matter as much, but just like Alexander Madison left the game also for Minnesota yesterday with an ankle injury. Ty Chandler finished the game for the... I don't think there's a big difference between the two, but just like wanted to make sure I mentioned that that Madison may not be good for this game also. We'll find out over the course of the week. So kind of like if if Jefferson's ruled out, because, you know, I think it's kind of like 50-50 whether he's going to play. Um, if he's ruled out, like, what do you think happens to this point spread? So for the people out there, Ken, that agree with you, kind of like, what's, what's your plan of attack, your, your strategy for betting this game with Minnesota? 
mean, I, I basically almost never bet early in the week now, so I'm not going to bet early in the week. I haven't bet the game yet. Um, and what, what ended up happening in this market, too, is like not only in a couple places, like very sporadically or sparingly, there are a couple fours on the board, which to me kind of like just gives you an idea like how this market's kind of taken shape and been bet out, which is like it's there's been interest in the Bengals or against Minnesota, however you want to kind of interpret that based on the injury stuff. Like Jefferson formally ruled out. Maybe you get a bump off that. When Mullins is named the starter, do you get a bump? If so, in what direction? Like, is the perception that Mullins is definitely better than Dobbs? They're probably about the same. That would be my guess on the market is like not a huge deal, but maybe would draw interest in Minnesota. I'm not sure. Mullins is like as a third string or backup quarterback, actually not that bad. And uh, and then the other thing is you have Cincinnati's recent success. The idea that they've given you two really good data points with Browning as quarterback, like that will draw interest here in them. They took a ton of money right before their last game. They seem to be a team that people want to play on uh, going forward. So I think if you like Minnesota, I would not be in a rush at all. Uh, I think they will very much end up being like the contrarian side in this game. And all I mean by that is like you may end up getting a better number as we get closer and closer to the game uh, because the other team draws interest for a variety of reasons. You better, you better hear a Nick and Ken on a magnificent football Monday, handicapping week 15 in the NFL on the Saturday games right now. We'll get to the Colts and the lot right now. We'll get to the Colts and the Steelers and the Lions and the Broncos right now, talking the Bengals and the Vikings coming up on Saturday. It's how I know we've been doing this show for a long time, our fifth football season. How many times have we had the conversation? And like, and Mullins not on the Vikings, obviously on other teams, most notably San Francisco. Like, man, this guy's a really good, good third string quarterback. Like, we did our fifth football season. We've had this conversation about Mullins so many times. And Ken, I, I think what people will say about this game, the people that will, when Mullins is named the starter, when and if, it's well, like you know, Mullins has had success in the past, you know, coming off the bench, but it's because of Kyle Shanahan. And it's like, well, it's Kyle Shanahan. And I think this will be like a fun. Not referendum on Kevin O'Connell, but Ken O'Connell kind of like coax the same success. Like you turn Kirk Cousins into like America's sweetheart. Josh Dobbs comes in and like Dobbs is awesome for a while before like, you know, he turns back into Josh Dobbs. Like I'm curious how this is going to go and how O'Connell will like get Nick Mullins ready for this game. Um, if, if and when Nick Mullins is named the starter. For my opinion on this game, you know, Browning played really well yesterday. His average depth of target was like four and a half yards down the field, which people don't know is like not not very far. So the Bengals had a lot of success yesterday, success yesterday, like picking apart the Colts defense. If Brian Flores is going to do what Brian Flores kind of always does, it's kind of like his gimmick and like he's a professional wrestler. His gimmick is he blitzes all the time. I, I kind of think the Bengals are going to have a ton of success just in the short passing game. Like if Bank Browning gets the snap, here comes a blitz great. Here's like Jamar Chase for a three-yard pass and he runs for 20 yards. Or now here's Chase Brown adding a new dimension. Or Tanner Hudson or Higgins or Boyd, et cetera, here. Um, I kind of think the point spread's just right. Um, kind of like Bengals favored in the dead zone, like three and a half to five and a half. Um I guess, like, Bengals 3, I'd want to bet Cincinnati. Otherwise, Ken, I'm, I'm not sure where I'm at. Maybe it's the over if we feel like Nick Mullins can score enough and Jefferson's going to play. I think I might be on the sidelines on this game, Ken, at least for right now, early in the week. Yeah, I mean, I think we're just we're just approaching the game differently, right? Like, that was, like, kind of an X's and O's, like, nuanced approach. Like, I, I don't really care what the game plan is. Uh, I know what the Vikings do. Every single game that they play is a one-possession game. 
uh, and they played 10 teams better than this, and it's been a one-possession game. So the idea that they're showing up against, like, a resurgent Jake Browning, it's just, like, to me, it's just not part of the handicapping process. It's just, like, I think I know what style game the Vikings like to play. I know how they're typically lined. I know how those games tend to go. And against a team like this, if I get a spread like this, that's going to be really appealing. So you could be right about everything that you're saying. I believe you. I'm sure you're right. Um, it just doesn't, like, that doesn't, doesn't factor into, like, because my thing would be, like, well, everybody knows, like, we all watched Browning. Like, I know that, that they played well, too. So does the market. That's why it's been out like this. Like, that's why they've gotten it. Like, there's no, there's no mystery that Jake Browning's good anymore. We got it. Saw the two games. So if anything, that's in this. Now, do you want to play back against that or do nothing? I think that's, like, the choice that you're bringing up. But, yeah, I mean, it's not... I don't think they're... I find it very hard to believe off those two performances that the idea is, like, actually, this is a buy low on Jake Browning. Like, that seems really unlikely to me after the two games that we've already seen. Seems like the cat's out of the bag on that one, and that's baked into this a little bit. So, you, a do nothing, I think, is a, always a fine answer in any in any game, in any betting market. Uh, you know, wait for your best opportunity. Wait for your best stuff that you're the most confident in. But for me, like, Vikings against, like, pretty average teams to mediocre to bad teams, getting points, getting more than a field goal, uh, that's almost always going to be a play if O'Connell's the coach. It's a really, it's really interesting, right? A really interesting handicap for Cincinnati and Minnesota coming up on Sunday. We'll bring you the injury information throughout the week when Nick Mullins is named, if Nick Mullins is named the starter. I'll tell you what, that would be something if Kevin O'Connell's like, you know who's starting this week? Jaron Hall. Come on down. It'll be Mullins. Well, then I'm I wouldn't sure. make like, the bet. What's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm making the bet if Jaron Hall's the quarterback. Yeah. Um, what if... I, I was going to say, what if Dobbs is the quarterback? He's not going to be. It's going to be Mullen. So I think we can kind of operate as if as if that's going to be the case. But I'll tell you what, like, if Jefferson's ruled out, like, what do you think? And, like, we can we can have, like, a guest conversation here. Like, what if Jefferson's ruled out, like, on Wednesday, what do you think happens to this point spread? I mean, there are already – I think there's already a lot of pessimism. And there are fours on the board. I think there's already got to be pe- – they were three against the Colts, four against Minnesota. It tells you there I think there's pessimism about Jefferson not playing in the game. Maybe you get a small bump off of it. I My guess – there's just a guess. I don't think that would be significantly different than what we see right now. I think it would be slightly more. So instead of three and a half with some fours, maybe it's fours with some four and a halves or something like that. And maybe that's like about it. I, I would ever – like what, what this game's going to go to six with Jake Browning? Like they closed three against Indianapolis 24 hours ago. Like what? No way. <laughs> Indianapolis on the road too. And like, I liked Indy in the game because it was a, once it got to a full three, like great. I'll, t- I'll take the L on that one. But also like the closing point spreads are at least kind of indicative of the differences between the teams. Like I, we already saw Browning be good once. I don't think there was a, I don't think there's a ton of mystery anymore around them. I think they're either rated properly or yeah, I think you want to play back on them. That's just how I feel about the Bengals. I, I do think that like the like the margin here is kind of like razor thin. I think I would lay three with Cincy, and I think I would take like four and a half with Minnesota if it came down to it. I we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk more about this game over the course of the week. Um, also, so for those of us that watched the Vikings Raiders game yesterday, whether you watched it as a solo experience, whether you watched it on Red Zone when they were cutting into it, is is there a better color analyst to have? for a 0-0 game, like, midway through towards the end of the fourth quarter than Mark Sanchez, who, like, kind of, like, never loses that, like, affable quality, like, isn't, like, criticized. And, like, I love Aikman and how Aikman can be gruff and he'd just be, like, dismissing the game and he's really funny. Like, Sanchez just kind of has that, like, oh, shucks, like, California cool vibe. Like, I I actually, like, really enjoyed that broadcast yesterday towards the end in a terrible football uh... game. Yeah, just uh, they they made the most out of a really really bad game. I agree with you. I've enjoyed, and and you know we don't 
like I don't sit through full Mark Sanchez telecasts because you and I both watch Red Zone a lot and I'll have a second screen with whatever the local games are, but it's never a game that he's calling. And uh, and so I can't speak to like over a full three hours, he's dynamite or something, but just like the brief bits and pieces that we get seems very entertaining. Seems like someone who I would want to listen to call a game. I'm curious. I'm curious if the people who consume the full games have that same opinion or if it's just something that comes through in bits and pieces. Well, yo, what, what, I tweeted a couple weeks ago, like, I like Mark Sanchez. I got a lot of, like, people, What are you watching the game? What are you talking about? It's like, listen, I, I, I kind of like the guy. What do you want me to tell you? It's my opinion. But people hate All everything right. on social media. People you can name hate. any announcer. People be like, that guy sucks. Right. Great. Well, you call my favorite game. thing was when, like, I criticized Mahomes afterwards. People were like, well, what about when Brady did it? It's like, what, what do you think? Like, Tom Brady never got criticized? People love to criticize Tom Brady. On the other side, we'll get to the rest of the games coming up on Saturday. The Colts and the Steelers, the Lions and the Broncos. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.